Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 69 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And my special guest today is Christine. And we talked about beauty and design and how a space, say in your home or in your office, can really impact how we feel, but also really inspire us. Before we jump right into this amazing conversation that I truly loved, and I know you will too, I just wanted to share something super quickly with you. If you love our podcast, or even if this is your very first episode, welcome. The best way that you can support us and our show is by leaving us a review. And we made it super easy for you. All you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash review. And we would love to hear from you and feature you in a future episode. Now back to our guest. So Christine and I talked about so many things, and this is such a value-packed conversation we had. But we really talked about something that I thought was so unique, which is her perspective that our our homes and our decor style can and should be inspired by our wardrobe. And I thought that was such a unique perspective of her decorate as you dress motto. And we went deep into it and we looked at all sorts of things from, you know, how to really know what the direction to go if you're just starting out to when is it okay to break design rules. And we really touch it on inspiration and how is it that our rooms and our environments can really impact us, our emotions, our productivity, (laughs) and just overall how we feel about life. This is a topic that's very personal to me because I love home decor so much. It really is a passion of mine and I know I'm very influenced by my surroundings. So I was just very curious and excited to hear her expert perspective on why and how else, what else can we do to enhance how we feel by making the room that surrounds us most of the day very beautiful. So let me introduce you to Christine. Christine, principal designer at Aspire Design Group, likes to approach a room like a woman's outfit by great timeless pieces that have longevity and accessorize with less expensive items. Make this your design motto and you will be successful. She says, I've always loved how fashion intersects with interior design. And frankly, I cannot get enough of both. If you love the clothes in your closet, then why shouldn't that style or color be reflected in your home? If you got great style, so should your home. Decorate as your dress is her motto. In her experience as a designer, Christine knows how to create beautiful, stylish, beautiful spaces 
while maintaining tight budgets, balancing multiple priorities, and building relationships with contractors and clients. She loves helping design challenged homeowners create a stylish yet functional spaces that reflect their own style and personality. Christine's design work has been published in Canadian and U.S. print design magazines. She's also a design blogger, has been a brand ambassador for Urban Barn, was design contributor for uh, Dabble Magazine, has appeared on the national television show City Line and CHCH News and the Mark and Mandy Show as a design expert talking about home decor. Freelanced as a production designer on the Property Brothers show, buying and selling on DGTV and W Network in Canada, and runs an online home decor shop at Decor by Christine. Wow, so amazing. I am very excited, and here is Christine. Welcome, Christine. I am so pleased to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you, Juliana. I'm excited to be here. Likewise, and I'm very personally excited about this conversation because I love what you do. And it is sort of like, I, I always joke with my husband that if I didn't choose the profession and career that I did, that I would very much be doing what you do. So it is like my, you know, side passion, I would say. Of course, I don't have any formal training in it, but it's something I truly admire. And I'm really excited to pick your brain and hear your thoughts on beauty and design and how that it all plays out in helping women feel inspired, which is our topic for today. Awesome. I can't wait to get into it. Yay. So to get us started, and I like to ask this question just to sort of like open the conversation up. What in your words and experience, what does confidence mean to you? Confidence to me means being able to um, feel good about yourself and not worry about what other people think and doing what you love. And if you don't have the confidence to do that, then unfortunately, you'll never be happy in life in the sense that you're never going to be doing what you truly love. And I just feel that every woman um, should strive to have the confidence to, to do the things that make them feel good and that inspire them to just be a better person overall. Absolutely. I love that. And like when we talk about confidence a lot of times, people think of it more in maybe a more, say, superficial way, right? Of, oh, being able to speak in front of others or, you know, be able to just wear whatever you want. But like, I think what you're saying has even a deeper meaning, right? In terms of really living your purpose and having that innate sense of joy for doing what you love, which I really perceive it's something that you have figured out. So, um, so thank you for that. That's really special. So tell us a little bit about what do you do? And I know uh, from, you know, speaking with you before that you have an interesting take on looking at design of homes, similarly to how we look at fashion, right? And dressing our bodies and ourselves. So tell us what do you do and give us some of those like little special little jewels. Okay. Um, so 
I have an interior design company. Actually, Juliana, you are one of the first people to hear this, but so I, my company is Decor by Christine, but I've actually just started a design partnership with another uh, designer. Mm-hmm. So as of literally next Monday, I will be known as Aspire Design Group. Love with it. my partner, her name's Maria Perchetta. So, um, and then I've got my other company, which is Decor by Christine, and that is focusing on my online home decor shop. And that's something that maybe we can talk about later. But right now, my my design philosophy will remain the same, whether I'm with Decor by Christine or now with Aspire Design Group. But um, my philosophy, my, my design philosophy is that um, not just a woman, a man too, but that you should decorate as you dress. Mm-hmm. The way I see it is that you can have beautiful personal style, but then if you walk into your home and it just drags you down because it doesn't represent who you are, and trust me, that normally is the majority versus the minority. Mm-hmm. I walk into homes when I go into design consultations and I, I meet this client, potential client for the first time. They're dressed beautifully, hair's done nicely. And then I walk into their home and it's just, I don't want to give beige the, um, a bad rep, but it's just, <laughs> I, I, all I have to say, it's beige and bland. And trust me, neutrals have their place trust me, and we can get into that after. But it's just bland. So let me just say it's just bland. And it doesn't represent who they are. And it's like, I look at them and I, and I, you know, they have to answer a design questionnaire before I meet with them. So I can understand what they love, what they dislike, the colors they love. And I always ask them, what colors do you wear the most? Because those colors should be represented in your home. Because if you look good in those colors, why shouldn't your home represent what you look good in? Plus, it's your backdrop. Mm. You should look fabulous. (laughs) Your home is your backdrop. Your home represents who you are. And if it looks bland, people are going to go, oh, okay. That's not what I expected. Mm -hmm. And I also like people, um, I like to, when I explain my philosophy, Think of it as getting dressed in the morning, right? You take out your main outfit. Let's just call it the little black dress. Maybe that is what you spent a little bit more money on. Consider that um, when you think of your outfit, think of it as a, as a room. So your dress may have cost a little bit more money. Think of that as your sofa. You mm-hmm. should invest in your sofa. And then maybe your shoes are the rug or the coffee table, you're always going Mm -hmm. to invest a little bit more on those two, maybe not as much as you did on your little black dress. And then um, say your, uh, your purse might be the artwork on the wall, all the things to kind of add that pizzazz, right? Mm -hmm. Then it's then it's your jewelry. That might be your throw pillows, maybe you only maybe you went to H&M or something and just spent uh, 1999 on the earrings. Guess what? You don't have to spend an arm and a leg on those smaller pieces because you're going to change them out. You're going to wear that little black dress 
all the time. But you're going to change it up with your accessories, potentially with a different purse. And that's how you should decorate your home. Those Mm. staples, your sofa, your rug, those things are not going to continually to change out. But your toss cushions, your decor accents, maybe even your art, uh, you change it out seasonally. Those are the things you want to consider what you're going to purchase high versus low. What you're investing in and what you're not. So good. Oh my gosh. I love the analogy of just kind of literally going top to bottom from your outfit, right? And thinking, what do you buy an H&M? So international audience, if that doesn't ring a bell, like maybe something a little bit more discount versus something a little bit more designer quality, right? That exactly amazing, Christine. And one of the things I wanted to go back to that you mentioned that I personally experienced this very profoundly is how much my environment impacts my mood. So if the house is a little messy or things are out of place, like even if I'm in a different room in the house, that actually has the potential to to sort of get me out of inspiration, right? I find that so interesting. So from your perspective, why is it that our environment, let's just say a beautiful home that does not match, like you said, that's not in full congruency with how we dress and express ourselves? Why is that, let's just say, a source of you know, lack of inspiration or how does it impact the person if you're living in a bland house that doesn't match our personality? Yes, I agree. It, it is so important. And just again, just going back to the design philosophy kind of thing. Imagine that you put on a pair of pants that are just a little tight on you. Yeah. They don't fit exactly right. All day, you're wearing that and you're not comfortable. You are not, you're just not comfortable. You're squirming in your seat. You're just never 100% comfortable. Every time you get up, you're adjusting them. You think people mm-hmm. are looking at you and judging you. That's the same thing. If your home doesn't make you feel comfortable and when you walk in the door, even though most of us are still working from home and and then we're going to, we're going to go deeper into that of how important, especially now with this pandemic, how important it is to make sure your home uh, reflects how you work and, and how you feel, because then you feel good being in that space versus running away and and feeling better in an office versus being Mm -hmm. in your home. But if you're not comfortable, you're, you're not, you're, you're, you're never going, you're not going to feel good working. Right. And so you're not going to do a good job doing what your, whatever your career, your job is because you're not comfortable where you're working. So if your home doesn't make you feel good, you're not going to feel good doing what you need to do on an everyday basis. And that I feel with this whole pandemic, once it started, people um, started to realize that their home wasn't conducive for working and wasn't making them feel good. And also, if you have, I mean, sorry, I don't mean to jump, but if you have, for example, a messy, messy home, it's not going to create a calmness in you when you walk in the door, especially if now you have to work in that house. And so it is so important that your house uh, 
especially now, reflects calmness because outside in the world right now, it's chaos with everything going on. So when you walk in the door, you want to feel good. And if your house is in constant chaos, um, and I understand people have kids and toys are all over the place. So I get it. It can't always be clean. So maybe you (laughs) need a certain space that you can escape to, whether it's an office, whether it's your bedroom, whether it's a meditation room, whether it's just your kitchen, but your kitchen is off limits to the kids with their toys. But everyone needs a space to relax in and, and just to be able to get away from the chaos. Um, And so if a house is continuously not looking beautiful, if you're not happy, you're not going to want to be in there. And right now we're kind of forced to be in our home. So people are scrambling. Yes, that's an excellent point. And going like deeper into that, like a little bit more, because I even like very much like you said, either if somebody works from home because they are entrepreneurs or because now they have no choice, right? Or they've been working from home um, because of closures, depending on where they live. I think we spend so much more time at home that we couldn't ignore anymore, right? And had to realize and yes, um, make some choices there. So in my case, I just kind of like wondering uh, some tips that you have. In my case, what I've done when I redecorated my office and now I'm finally my new space at home, uh, but fully redone and all of that, I actually invested in a smaller desk, which sounds maybe counterintuitive, but I wanted a smaller desk that I could not have clutter on because it just doesn't fit. So that I was almost like forced to put everything away at the end of the day to start off a flash, fresh clean slate every morning. And it has worked incredibly well. My previous desk was enormous and it was always covered in stuff because I have so much room. So I gave it to my husband and I bought a new desk. Hey there. Are you a woman over 40 who wants to release excess weight, but keep self-sabotaging your progress? If you are tired of all the, all you need is more willpower advice, then I created just a free training for you. Set aside 60 minutes today and I promise you, it will be worth your time. I will go over the three main mindset shifts you need to make if you want to release weight for good, which does not rely on willpower. I will review to you why the strategies that worked in your 20s and 30s don't seem to work anymore. And I will also show you which hormones play a big role in weight release once we turn 40 and beyond. This is a value-packed masterclass, and it is for you if you want to discover my step-by-step system to help you regain your energy, get rid of cravings, and get back into alignment with your body. And of course, drop some pounds too. All you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training to watch this on-demand masterclass or just send me a DM on Instagram for the link at naturally.joyous. So again, it is naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training. Um, what are some little things that you've seen work for people 
as you know, pandemic is concerned and you're working from home and making it work and feeling inspired to work from your home if previously you did not have to do that? Yeah. Um, yes. Less is more, right? Um, so if you can get rid of some of that clutter, it gives up breathing space so that when you look, you don't see as much. The other thing I find um, that, that, I, that I tell a lot of clients is if you want to have some form of calmness, say like in their family room or living room, because maybe the kids are in there playing around, I find just adding symmetry to decor elements creates calmness because symmetry is organized. It's, mm. it's, it, it, so if you want to look at your fireplace, instead of having a mishmash of a bunch of stuff there, sometimes just having two beautiful vases on either side, just mirroring each other. But right. it's very it's very symmetrical, but it's calming and it just brings you down because there might be chaos around the floor. But if you can add symmetry in other places, when you look there, it calms your eye. Love it. Right. And so if you can create that in other rooms, um, you know, some people don't like symmetry and and that's fine because that's your style and and no one should ever be forced to do anything they don't like in their Mm -hmm. home because that's their castle. That that is where they live. Um, Just like I never believe that you should force a trend on anyone. I will happily tell you what some new color trends are or new trends. But if you say, hate it, hate it, hate it, I'm never going to force it on you because <laughs> your home, sh- your home should be your happy place. If you love red and I'm telling you, well, red's not really in, but you love red. Yes. Then apply, bring some red in. Don't go crazy overboard, but yes, bring some of those red elements into your decor. And that's, what's going to make you happy, but you know, do it within reason. <laughs> Right. Yes. <laughs> maybe not like painting all the walls red, but maybe some exactly. <laughs> exactly. You got it, Juliana. You got it. <laughs> the rule that I live by is that whatever is the biggest, like usually walls and ceilings, go neutral, and then you play colors and things that are replaceable, like pillows and rugs and things like that. So that's my sort of like go-to rule: keep it neutral where it takes a lot of work to redo, right? But. <laughs> I agree. And although a lot of people say, oh, you know, painting so easy and everything, but the last thing you want, and again, this creates a chaos, but if you walk into a room and every room is a different color, yeah, to me, that again, creates that um, element of chaos. Mm-hmm. It's not soothing. It's not calming. Remember um, in the um, mid nineties, almost every room was kind of painted a different color. You had the yes. greens and the bricks and the, and those yellow tones, those really warm tones. And every room was a different color. And yes, it was on trend, but now I st- I walk into homes and their walls are still like that. Right. So one of the first things yes. I say is let's get this all one color so that when you walk in, it's just a seamless color and it's just calming as you walk in, th- walk through and then let's add those, those um, color themes that, that the colors that you love, let's start adding that within your furnishings and your decor accents. But yeah, let's, let's try to get you calm so that I call it the patchwork quilt. Home. <laughs> yes. When I oh. walk, right. Cause it looks like a patchwork quilt. It's like all different squares and it's all it's chaotic. 
I'm actually very excited you just said that because we, my husband and I built her home 10 years ago. And part of the process was choosing the pink color. And I decided I wanted the entire house to be the same color. And I got a lot of pushback, people telling me, so boring. That's, but I stuck to it and our entire house is the same color, but each room has its own color scheme through the decor elements. Right. So thank you from a professional standpoint, you saying that because <laughs> yes. I got so much heat for people saying that you had to have the different colors in different rooms. And it just never felt like you said, like it never felt like it was my personality, I guess. Right. So I'm very glad to hear that. Exactly. I, I, for me, you, I think you did it the right way. But that's not to say that you can't add some color to a room. Um, it's just like not every single room. Like, for example, a powder room. Um, I, for me, I love, love adding drama to that little room. Yeah, because that's the room your guests are going into. So they're going to be spending a little bit of time in there. And so that's where I like to add a little bit of different wow factor for them, whether it's with, I love wallpaper. So whether it's wallpaper, um, a dramatic paint color, uh, painted ceilings, uh, wallpapered ceilings, something to add a fabulous tile, just something to add oomph to that space so that when they walk out, they go, oh my God, Juliana, I didn't want to leave because the room is like <laughs> it's fa- so beautiful, fabulous. Or it's like a little jewelry box. You want them to feel like, wow, you know, like, and they're only in there for like a, a few minutes. You want them to feel good when they're in there and go, wow, I, I, I love Juliana's house. I want to come back. <laughs> oh, I'm, that is awesome. It's like the intention, right? Like having that space that is very intentional. Like I said, a bit more drama, but it's also contained right in a smaller way. I would say when we redid the basement in my house, which is now my um, business headquarters, that was the first time ever that we experimented with wallpaper. I've always wanted to, but it was one of those things that, you know, just kept pushing it and pushing it. And then with this new rental, we did it. And the one, nobody can see us, but you could, when we started, like it's a very dark Navy floral wallpaper behind me and in my office and it's behind my back. So I'm not seeing it all the time, but it is in all my videos now because that's what my camera faces to. But just to look at everything else is very like lighter taupe colors. The walls, it brings such joy to me. Like, and I think, I know it's not quite the powder room you're saying, but it was picked with intention. I fell in love with it before we bought it. It was a crazy amount of work to install it. My husband and I did it. And it was like, so there's almost like memories associated with it now. And it just happened like two months ago. Um, but it brings such joy and it actually makes me inspired. Thank you. That's exactly yeah. what I was saying. You created a room that brings you joy and that inspires you, whatever, whatever, room it is. And this happens to be the room that you work in. You fell in love with the wallpaper. And that's exactly it. You should absolutely love it. When I present um, a design plan to a client, or when I'm, and I'm, I'm showing them uh, fabric samples, tile samples, uh, you know, my whole design story, like what this, what their room is going to look like. I ask them, do you love it? And if they can't tell me they love it, then I know I got to work some more. Because if you don't love it, 
and it's a tile, it's a fabric going on a custom sofa that guess what? You're not, you're investing in that piece. You're not changing that out for 10, 15 years, maybe longer. You better love it. So if you love navy blue, we're putting that on your sofa. You love it. And that should be one of the colors that you tell me that you love, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so, yeah, that floral wallpaper, again, it, you know, it brings you joy. And those are, those are the things that make me happy just to hear that, that, that you did that and, and, and that it brings you joy because that's exciting for you. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And I think like you said, like, when we are inspired, everybody benefits, right? Like our clients benefit, our spouses, our families, because we're just in that in that place. Whereas if the house is a huge source of chaos, you know, it's a lot more difficult to, you know, maintain self-governance and keep our inner world calm, right? So for me personally, I think that's true for a lot of women, our environment really impacts, right? Our productivity, our ability to keep it together when things get tough. And, and I think it's so, so important. Now, the other question I have for you, and it goes back to something you said at the beginning that I want to bring it back. You mentioned something I'd never thought about before. One, I never thought about looking at decor as we dress ourselves. I think that's genius. But you also mentioned something about colors that we naturally like to wear, right? That matches our personality and infusing that in our home decor. So is there any, you know, strategy or magic behind picking colors that would work well if we're redoing, say, our special little corner in the home that is set to bring the calm or looking at more our wardrobe and using that as inspiration? What are some tips you have on color? Yes, I would definitely, um, if you're just doing this on your own, I would definitely, um, and if you've never had a color analysis, you know how people have done color analysis on like what color suits them wardrobe wise. Right. Yeah. Um, and if they've never done that, but people start to learn as they buy items of clothing, colors that look nice against their own complexion. Um, so if they go into their own closet, they will be able to see colors that that take over their closet, whether it's blues or pinks or oranges, or maybe it's just all mm-hmm. black. Um, if it's all black, I'm not saying you should decorate all in black. I think that gives you the opportunity to bring in any secondary color. Um, whether it's pink or just, you know, keeping it all neutral in whites, um, beiges, stuff like that. But I think starting off with the colors that you gravitate towards when you dress or even those accent colors. So maybe you like to wear all black, but you love wearing, um, you know, a fancy um, pink or a beautiful emerald green purse or you or you have colorful boots like look at all those things because those are going to be the colors that you're going to bring into the room because they suit you so or if you've got beautiful blue eyes and you wear a lot of blue as an example then maybe you have a beautiful blue sofa because mm-hmm. that you know you sitting on it it's going to look great behind you as your backdrop Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I actually never thought about 
like connecting the two, I, I find that's very special. And I've done an interview. I don't recall the episode number on the top of my head, but it was with Paige Nielsen here on the podcast. So that was a few episodes ago. And she is a personal stylist. And we talked about, she gave some tips on how to determine if you are a black and white or more beige and brown type of, you know, it wasn't a full color analysis, but it was like a, like a quick one, just like to get people starting to think about it. So if somebody's interested, um, I put in the show notes what that episode is later because I don't remember. But um, what he said is very interesting, right? Because I'm kind of, as you're saying, I'm looking through my wardrobe and, and the house and the majority of my design choices have always been black and white with a bunch of color. And that is exactly where my wardrobe is, but that has not been a conscious choice. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's just what I'm gravitated towards, right? That yeah, the baseline of what I wear is black and white. And now with the basement, I really went with more golds and navy blues and blush pinks and sort of that rose gold. And that is what nowadays my wardrobe looks like, whereas 10 years ago, it was more like the black and white. My wedding colors are black and white and green. So I'm just fascinated (laughs) to see how my home evolved with my wardrobe and how that has evolved as I aged. You know, I love that. That is and your style. Yeah. And your, and your style changes as you get older. So, I mean, and if you love to wear like a lot of gold, you're going to find, you're going to be attracted to adding those gold, warm brass accents to your home, which, um, you know, is, is so on trend right now. But I mean, a lot of people love to just wear silver. And so there's nothing wrong with adding, um, you know, chrome silver accents, but it's also okay to mix your metals. So, you know, you can wear gold and silver chains around your neck or around your wrist. You can Mm -hmm. do the same thing in your home. Not everything has to be warm tones or cool tones, right? It's good to mix metals because it adds a little bit more personality. I love it. That is so Mm -hmm. cool. And I think that also kind of goes in the same, like when we look at some textures and pillows and things that the concept of, oh, everything has to be matchy matchy is maybe like an older way of thinking, right? Then now you can have contrast and textures and patterns as long as there's a cohesive theme there, right? Um, A little bit of competition and textures and patterns isn't a bad thing. Yes, I love adding pattern. I love, you know, adding uh, stripes with some florals and then a solid, yeah. you know, like you, you, you want, you want to add a little bit of um, tension to the room without it mm. fighting each other. You want them to complement, So there should always be one common thread running through them, whether it is the color, you know, pink or, but it, you know, you can have, you can mix your patterns. You just have to make sure that, some have a larger pattern, some have a smaller pattern. So they kind of all fit together and just adding a nice one solid in there to kind of bring them all together. I think just add so much more visual interest to a room, just having all the same thing. You know, if you've got a floral wallpaper, you don't need a floral toss cushion. Now you maybe add a little bit of leopard print and um, some stripes or, or some kind of geometric print and then a solid 
with some kind of comp, you know, with a complementary color in there that ties the story all together, just as you would do with your wardrobe, right? Totally. You can mix and match. And you you know, the old saying where the, the, um, the shoes and the belt had to match before, right? Like if you wore yeah. a brown belt, you had to wear brown shoes. That's not the case anymore, right? Like totally. you don't have to, you, and so that's the same thing. You don't have to match everything. You can, you can, you can change it up. You just have to have a little common element running through it all. So it makes sense. I love it. And I'll make a quick point too, that when the, one of the last items I shopped from down here was those two kind of velvety, like kind of like a footstool, but it's intended just not to put a foot on, <laughs> if that makes sense. And right. we were in between getting them in navy blue, which technically would be the match match color of everything else in the space. But I really wanted to go with a blush pink, right? To get that tiny little touch of pink in a very navy and gold environment. And my husband commented, so I did go with the pink and my husband commented recently, he says, wow, the pink just makes sense. But if you, in from his perspective, right? Like, you know, he loves blue and that is his color of choice. And he noticed how it made sense because it was almost like a, a breath of fresh air when you looked at everything else that was a bit darker and a little bit more rich, right? With the Navy. So I thought it was so interesting that he even noticed enough to say it, right? It's like, I think we made the right choice with the, with the pink. It's like, wow, I never imagined hearing that from him. But yeah, I think when it's cohesive, everybody noticed, even people that are not into design and style. <laughs> That's exactly it. Because you're going to go, wow, that looks so good together. Because it makes, makes sense. sense. It's a design element that makes sense. And so it's, and because it wasn't navy, but it went with that navy look with the floral, it, it just made sense. I think if you would add it something else, maybe it just would have been like if it had been navy, it would have been totally ignored. Exactly. It would just be another navy thing in the room. Right. And that's, that's right. kind of like, yeah. Yeah. You can't just have all the same color. You need to add some of those, those color accents in to really bring the room to light. And I think it was also a point that you can still bring pink. And in this case, it's more like on the blush spectrum, but right. you can still bring yeah. pink into a room and not make it completely feminine. Like it still works as a gender neutral space, if that makes sense, right? That anybody can be comfortable and it doesn't feel like it's my personal Barbie house. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Because I mean, with with any color, there's so many different tints and shades to a color. So the pink spectrum, like I call it the, a dirty pink, you know, like there, there's, yes. it, there's a, um, like a, a brown, a beigey undertone to it. So it's a little dirtier. So it's not as bubblegum Barbie pink. And, and frankly, that Barbie pink is really not, you know, it's not really an adult color that you would particularly use unless that is who you are. You're not Mm -hmm. Barbie though. So for me, yes, you're going to get those, those pinks that to me are almost neutral. Yes. And it really, a man should not be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. It's neutral. It's neutral it. to me. Mm-hmm. So good. And that I think that's the very cool thing about looking at design and call it from you know a modern perspective, right? It's a lot of those older maybe ways of thinking that pink is for girl, 
blue is for boy. Like I chose a blue office, like with the Navy for myself. Right. And I feel it's very feminine because of how it all goes together. I feel it's really freeing. Right. So we're no longer decorating and living in those boxes, either for personal, just a personal fashion or home decor, but just be more playful and more intentional. And one of the things I heard you say in different ways is go with what makes you feel good. Right. I think that should be the the design the overall rule of the yeah. taught is it's like, yeah, it feels good. Then it's good. <laughs> right. Exactly. There aren't any, I mean, technically there are decorating rules, but you also can break those rules because ultimately it is your home. And if it makes you feel good, do it. Don't exactly. stop. Just do it because you're going to love it. Who cares what anybody else thinks? I love it. And one final question for you, Christine, before we close. And if you want to also talk about decor by Christine in this answer, that'll be wonderful. But for somebody that says, okay, I understand that my house is a mess. And yes, it is impacting me and my well-being. And they want to say, get started on really making that cohesive you know, mirror of their wardrobe in their home, as you taught us today. What are some maybe initial steps and how does Decor by Christine can help or getting some of those special pieces? Give us some ideas of sort of the initial steps if somebody wants to start changing how their home feels. Okay. Um, well, first of all, I guess it's just looking at the way you live. It's important to understand how you live. So when you walk into your foyer, what is kind of, or mudroom or whatever, what's the first thing that you do? The first thing your kids do. So then if you want to start uh, getting rid of some of that clutter, then maybe it's putting more um, places up for storage. So for example, maybe for the kids, they each have their own basket where they dump their knapsacks in or their own hooks. Again, it all depends on the space and where they're walking in, but it's, it's, it's every play, everything having a home, its own home. Right. So if you, after that, you train your kids. I mean, kids are only going to get older. They're never going to get younger. So (laughs) if you start to teach your kids what to do, it's going to start sinking in. They're going to understand oh, this is my basket. I'm going to put my knapsack, my shoes, my gloves, my winter hat, whatever it is. I'm going to put it in my basket. So it stays off the floor. You know what I mean? Like, you know, totally. as they get, you just got to keep teaching them. Um, maybe for you on your, um, in your foyer, maybe you have a little table where you put your keys so you know where your keys are each time or your sunglasses or, or something, just keeping it organized. Um, and then the other thing is just to start adding a little bit more structure to your home is just having more of a streamlined look. So if you're going to start buying decor, you know, now we're getting into the fall season, maybe you want to start adding some cozy elements to your home, whether it's with a a cozy faux fur throw, um, some cushions that have more of that warm color undertones for the fall. Mm -hmm. But just seeing that will make you happy. Seeing that your home all of a sudden feels 
cozier because that's where you're going to be cozing up for the fall. You're going to be inside a lot more often. Maybe maybe going out and just buying a new rug that actually fits in your room and isn't like a little island floating in the middle of your room. <laughs> yes. You know, get a rug that your, your uh, furniture actually sits on top of so that it anchors the room. So when you walk in the room, you actually feel like the room is cohesive because I, I walk into so many homes and I see them have this tiny little rug underneath their coffee table and then their furniture looks like it's floating in the in the room because nice. it's not anchored on anything. So having a decent sized rug, you know, to me, the bigger, the better, right? This is where size matters. When you get a rug, size matters. Love it. Get that eight by 10. Don't go for that little five by seven. It's going to do nothing for your room. And you may have the best design elements in it. But if that rug is small, it's always going to look off and you're never going to be happy with your room. Mm -hmm. It's another thing. Go for size matters when it comes to the rug. That's all I can say. Love it. <laughs> that is, it has such like good takeaways. I, I really love them. <laughs> um, and tell us a little bit about your business, Decor by Christine. I know you mentioned that is an Instagram online decor shop. Um, so tell us a little bit about how people can find you and all those things. Okay. So, uh, yes, I've got an online shop uh, and you can find me on Instagram and you can literally shop right through my Instagram page. It's decor by Christine, decor underscore by underscore Christine. And I literally curate all the product um, that I have on my store are items that I would style if you hired me that I would use in your home. So everything means something to me. I don't just sell something to sell it. I love it. Select everything with love. And for me, it will make your home look beautiful, add style, add texture, and just give your home something like a something for people to to talk about, like whether it's a beautiful vase. Um, something on your coffee table you want people to be able to walk in and go oh my god where'd you get that i've never seen that i don't want someone to walk to look in my store and go oh yeah i can get that at a big box store i can get that here no i want unique pieces that you can buy so that your home looks unique to yourself I'm very excited now to go shop at your decor by Christine. I'm just very <laughs> curious. Like I need to go back in and take a look again. I love that. And it's all about that uniqueness, that intention, right? And like you said, it doesn't have to be all over the house, but having some of those core key pieces that you look at and it just brings you that joy and inspiration. I think it's just so special. I love like the way you do the curating is beautiful, Christine. And if somebody wants to hire you to work on their home, tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So as I mentioned um, at the beginning, I have just started a design partnership. And so my, my new design, my new interior design firm is called Aspire Design Group. Mm -hmm. And so that'll be our websites being built. So it's coming soon, but it is aspiredesigngroup.com. And you can contact me at um, Christine at 
aspiredesigngroup.com for any interior design um, projects. And we work on full service, renovation, interior design, interior decor from start to finish for your home. Oh, that's amazing. And are you location bound? Do you do, you know, virtual? What is your geographic area? Our geographic area is um, the greater Toronto West area. Mm-hmm. Although we um, do and will have clients in North Toronto and all the way to East Toronto. Virtually, we certainly can do virtual um, projects. And mm-hmm. we've actually, my design partner, she's working on a design project in Croatia. So oh, we wow. are happy to work with clients around the world. But right now, our focus is on the uh, Toronto, Toronto area. Mm-hmm. But we are happy to work in any geographical location. That is wonderful. And I'll make sure to include the links to all the Instagrams that you mentioned in the show notes as well. So anybody listening can just scroll down and click on it and be taken straight to your page as well. Um, Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Any closing thoughts, any final little tidbits before we close? Uh, I guess one last thing that I, that I wanted to mention too, is that I think every home should have a little bit of whimsy not a home you don't have to be so serious too like decorating should be fun okay if it doesn't bring you joy like just as if your wardrobe doesn't bring you joy if your work doesn't bring you joy if your home doesn't bring you joy then you need to change that so decorating should be fun and it's always nice to add a little bit of whimsy something that to me is like a wink so if someone walks in and goes oh my god like that is so cute it becomes like a conversation starter, whether it's a fabulous piece of art or just one decor item, but something, it should make some, it should make you smile when you look at it. Just make you smile. Yes. Oh, so good. You share so much gold and so much inspiration. I'm, I was really looking forward to our chat and you like topped my expectations. So oh, thank you. God. It was wonderful. And you're like such a wonderful, uh, eloquent speaker as well. And you made it so achievable and approachable. And I really, really feel very grateful to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for sharing so generously. And I really hope that everybody go check out your curated collection of items. I'm definitely looking very soon after we finish here. Um, Thank you so much for your time, Christine. It has been an honor. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks for asking me. I was um, very excited to do this. This is my first podcast, by the way. So uh, thank you very much, Juliana. (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. You're a natural, by the way. So yes. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I'm a chatterbox. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Thank you so much. Thanks, Juliana. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.